They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFcast. Glitch my ass. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast. Ah, come on. Yeah. What's happening? There's only two of us here for episode 546. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It is correct. (laughs) I am Harlow. I'm Chuck. I am said I'm Chuck, and that would have been stupid, because I'm not. Right. I mean, I spend so much time with you, sometimes I think I am you. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. I'm a single white female. I absolutely recommend not doing that. Uh, so, what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFcast is, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks! Robot jocks! Yay! Hooray! However, there are bad bad movies. This is stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. As in giant bags of trash. Ooh! You need not be concerned with that side of the rating, I think. Tonight. Probably not. Because we're bringing the freshly, semi-freshly minted uh, Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray release of Expect No Mercy right. to bear From 1995. Tonight. Yeah. Expect No Mercy. Uh, I believe this is a bad title. Like, I think this is a title that, I mean, it's it's a fine title, I think, for a different movie. It's just this this title and this movie don't go together at all. It doesn't tell you what you're getting here. There's an alternate title called Virtual Kickboxer, which... That's also not great. Not great, but it's more... It's more spot on. Sure. But uh, no, still not great. I mean, I feel like I feel like we were afraid to use the word cyber, and we should not have been. Like, yeah. I think it should have been cyber everything. Yes. And it was. for There was a period of time in the 90s where people thought, hey, VR is coming. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And then it went away. Oh, I just mean cyber in the title of every like this should have been cyber cop or cyber feds. I don't know cyber feds. <laughs> well, they're not really cops. He's a FSB, which is that a real thing? I don't know. I have no Federal idea. Federal Security I, Bureau. Who belongs to what in this? I don't know. But the movie that we don't understand from the title mm-hmm. stars Billy Blanks, who is uh, from a surprising number of Bamcast movies. I found out we've watched more than I thought. Hmm. Uh, he is from King of the Kickboxers. Blood Fist, Driving Force, The Last Boy Scout, Showdown, Back in Action, and Tough and Deadly. Wait, did we do Last Boy Scout on Extra? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we watched that. No, no, I mean, I've seen it so many times. I it, <laughs> We did, it, very it, recently. Sure. Like, at Christmas time. Great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I have I have great memory. Yeah, it's, it's, we've it's proven it's, it's over working, and over again. It's working really, really well the older I get. It's true. The bad guy in this is played by Wolf Lawson, who was in Hard Ticket to Hawaii... Uh-huh. Picasso Trigger and Crash and Burns. Yeah. He was Crash. He was. And that movie fucking sucks. It does kind of suck. Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, but this this movie, not not so much. No, this is different. Uh, the female lead in the film is Lori Holden, who you know from The Walking Dead. We know her from Bailey's Billions. Harlow doesn't because he wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea <laughs> so who you're, she is. So you're, al- you're allowed to <laughs> plead in ignorance on that one because you weren't here for that. Well, no, except that I did like immediately see her and go, okay, why do I know her? Yes. But yeah, you have to add 20 years and it's The Walking Dead. Right. <laughs> or yes. 10 years. It's really only 10 years. Yeah, I think it's 2005. Five? Yeah, give or take. I don't know when that Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably started around 2005. No, way later. Later than that? Okay. It hasn't been on that long. I don't know. That, feels would, like make, that would make that show 18 years old. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. No. It's just because the seasons are short and... Yeah. Uh, there's also a, an actor in this film named Laser Rockwood, which I think is just the best name ever. It's pretty good. And he should be in more movies, mm-hmm. but he played technician number two. Oh. <laughs> Wait, was he the uh, the Victor Drago looking or Ivan? What's his what's his, is it Victor, What's his name? God, the Drago guy. Billy Drago. Billy, Billy Drago. Yes, <laughs> Ivan Drago. Drago. Somebody's Dragos. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't have an eye in oh, okay. picture either. So. Well, I, just, I said that the guy, there's a guy in this that is kind of Billy Drago-esque, and I, I was like, he looks like John Hurd if you put on a Roger Daltrey wig. Mm-hmm. Is this one that's technician. 100% yeah. accurate. Maybe that's Laser Rockwood. It might I don't be. know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, like we were hinting at, this is a cyber movie. 
sort of. It, it's weird. It dances around. That's not the main focus of the film. Hmm. It, it's literally a distraction, both to the viewer and in the plot. What, all of the cyber bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's it's this place is a front for an assassination tr- group. Mm-hmm. Who just they do high profile assassinations, but their cover is that they're a virtual training academy where yeah. you come and you fight with sticks and also in the cyberverse. <laughs> yeah, it's the cyber university of ninja training. Yeah. And uh, uh everybody goes there and the virtual arts academy, virtual uh sure. Yeah, it's the VAA, whatever it was. Yeah, virtual so, yeah. arts academy. Something like that. And it it starts with a cyber assassination. Mm-hmm. It's a virtual assassination, basically, because all the assassins are wearing cyber helmets as they go on their mission, so that the bad guy Wolf Lawson mm-hmm. can Wolf Lawson, <laughs> can, I believe he wants to say, can watch. Yeah. He's got he's got a good bad guy name. Yeah, but yeah, they're just they. He is watching and instructing them to do stuff as they sneak up on this guy. Uh, just a kind of a generic like rich asshole guy he he has a lady waiting for him at the pool and he has two bartenders for some reason to serve him at this little table by the pool and a number of security guards they were there to cater to his every whim yeah yeah and uh he <laughs> he walks by at one point and like the lady's like hey it's me i'm the lady and yeah, he's I, like I, I swim naked so here yeah. here i go and I, man, what does that one guard say when he like says to himself, like, that guy's so, so cool. smooth, yeah, Something like that, yeah, <laughs> he's the smoothest guy ever. <laughs> Just like his guards are in love with him, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> but like you said, we don't have any clue if this guy is good or bad, right. Being assassinated, we don't know if the team who's there to assassinate him is good or bad. And the weird thing about it is, like, this one dude has a pet iguana mm-hmm. that he brings with him. And like at one point he takes him off and puts him on a like a you know just a hedge or something. It's just like do your business or whatever. It's like is this iguana going to be part of the asset? Like is he going to have they strapped a bomb to this iguana or something? I, I feel like you're confusing the end of Bad Boys Two and <laughs> plots of other movies. I mean I'm just saying like the, the iguanas the walk on the landmines at the end of Bad Boys Two. That's about the only. I'm just saying, like, they, tech version of a iguana I think I've ever seen is. They have given this guy the character trait that he carries around he, an iguana. Also, he has a he has a he has a, a partner in, in, that's named Spider, and you're yeah. like, well, is that guy gonna produce a pet spider? Yeah, that the, all these dudes have weird ass names for their dumb yeah. whatever their characteristics are. Yeah. They have given this guy iguana an iguana for no other reason than to have a scene towards the end, which is super sad. <laughs> like it's a legit bummer. It is, yeah. <laughs> Like, like you know that that famous story about the the Scottish policeman who like made his rounds for like thirty years with his dog. I mean, not the dog wasn't thirty years old, but you know, whatever. Dog was probably fifteen or something like that. But anyway, walked the same routes every day, you yeah. know. And then like the guy died, and the dog continued to make the rounds for like the next six years, and all of the people fed him. It's one of those sad things. Sure. And he has a statue or whatever in some uh, Scottish yes. town or whatever. Yes. It's that kind of level of like, well, what the fuck is like <laughs> this guy? I mean, technically, Spider's not really necessarily a bad guy maybe because like they're duped i don't know like it's yeah. you know like i'm just saying henchman level it's like there's there's a gray area of morality in the henchman clause especially in a duplicitous front yeah. like this i don't know the the thing about this organization that has the the cyber punching front is that uh while it is clear that the main bad guy is actually evil and his main henchman is a pretty evil dude the rest of it is completely never explained in any way, shape, or form as to, like, who the targets are, what the benefit is if the targets are taken out, aside from money. Right, yeah. yeah. But it's just... It, yeah, it's, it's, just it's just assassination for hire, basically. But yeah. it's never really, like... Other than, like, the one guy who's like, we gotta kill Goldberg, who's a witness or something. It's just like... Yeah, he, he saw something. He basically, like, you know, oh, if we kill this guy, you stand to make, like, a half million dollars. That's the only, like, motivation anybody ever really has for why any of these people right. are dying or... Yeah, why the, why the operations are Just happening? Money. Yeah. They have the the evil organization has found out that there's a mole amongst them, or an undercover cop, and they have murdered that guy. Mm-hmm. And the police have figured this out. They're like, oh, because they found him, and they're like, oh, he's dead. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what's this person's name? They say it for the rest of the whole movie, like it's important. Charlie. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's Wilson. They say his name the whole time. Yeah. It's just like, that's for Charlie. And it's like, <laughs> something like is that. Is it? Who's that? Yeah. But, uh, so you see, I think maybe you see him alive for a second in the beginning somewhere, but you mostly just see a body in the car as yeah. they're fishing, like other cops are fishing him out of the you yeah. know, pond or whatever. And they're like, well, that's a real shame. Let's go get donuts. Yeah, and, uh, and the, the cops, they go to some weird-ass training thing in the woods where it's just Billy Blanks runs this train training academy which uh using live ammunition <laughs> for training yes billy blanks uses live ammunition during training which is he, isn't that ironic it, don't you think he he takes the gun away from two people who are like you know <laughs> doing the whole like now disarm me and then he's like check this shit out and then blows a bunch of holes in the target and then gives them back the gun and they go back to doing the training i'm like jesus christ yeah. put that gun away uh, but the cops are like, "Hey, Billy Blanks, we need you now more than ever." Yeah, they killed Patrick or whatever the guy's <laughs> yeah. name is. So and, Billy's and this, Skippy's dead, and, and this other guy is undercover, and you got to go in there. And, yeah, and then this is like one of my favorite. Like, I think we laugh for like three straight minutes because he basically hops in the car. He takes the job, of course. He does. Drives to the bad guy's headquarters, which mm-hmm. I guess is uh, you know in the phone book, and then just gets out of the car and is like wearing a you know a standard like button down shirt and a silver jacket and like a baseball cap forward. Gets out and is like, oh, well, I'm about to walk into the bad guy's place. Unzips his jacket, then unbuttons his shirt like all the way down his belly button. Oh, the shirt had a zipper also. He unzi- oh, oh, okay, so he unzips Unzipping both. is his character trait gotcha. throughout this film. Okay, so he unzips <laughs> both like basically down to the belly button, yeah, like to the point of like, why even why wear, wear your shirt? That? Just yeah. take it off. <laughs> um, and then flips his, you know, flips his hat around, not just backwards, but like cocked to the side sort of. Yeah. And, okay, and, and, and then just like, and then kind of gets like a, you know. He kind of gets like a motion in his walk, like yeah. a like a, I'm undercover, right? Like, totally not a cop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just for like three straight minutes, and it's like, hey, fellow teenagers, you know, like <laughs> totally not a cop here. Yeah, well, it works. Yeah, uh, it does. yeah, they've created some profile for him, and he gets in. Now, there's another guy there uh, who is the co co lead of the film, Jalal Mary. Sure, uh, go with that. We're going to see this guy in the future. We have not seen him in films yet. Well, I saw him in the past. I mean, it just Yeah, happened. we saw him an hour ago. Okay, good. Um, Don't confuse me. I, no, I, I just a, meant... I have a very tenuous grab on reality right now. I so. just meant after like a thousand Bamfcast movies, this is oh, the okay, first time okay. we've seen this guy who was in a number of films who we should be watching. Oh, okay. All right. He um, is just kind of here. It, it seems like he's enrolled here, but he's always just wearing like a sport coat and is not doing anything anyone else is doing, except at the beginning when he's doing cyber training. It's like, this is our introduction to whatever the fuck is happening in this building. Right. Because he's got full cyber suit on, and they're like, all right, Eric, time to time to fight the cyber bad guys. And so he like, I don't even know how to describe this, but you, you go into the cyber world, and you're all Twilight Sparkly. It's Lawnmower Man. I mean, it's it's really bad, like very early CG. You you're know. in you're in weird pre-rendered dumb backgrounds, and they create like some stock type of bad guy for you to fight. Like now you will fight this thing, or you know, yeah. I mean, you know, a kind, cyber ninja kind of or, or, like I think he starts with the boxing man and like easily defeats him, and then it's like, all right, take me to level two, and I think maybe like a samurai or something yeah. comes out or something. You know, just general fighting archetypes will come out but every punch makes a pew pew sound Mm -hmm. and it's very sparkly and it's very just some whatever company this was that that because in the 90s there were a million of these companies that sprang up to make one cyber movie and then never existed again but this company is giving it's all just like weird glowing orbs floating around and weird effects when you hit the thing and yeah every everybody kind of has like a mild um like the transporter glitter effect yeah over them yeah you know just to be like it's almost scan lines but also just kind of like a glittery glow you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's enough to let you know that they're in cyber world yes they're they're cyber people yeah so that's how we meet him but yeah and, and something about it's they explain it later that like level one is basically like you will not feel, you know, you'll get like the feeling of contact, but like absolutely no pain whatsoever yeah. and no lasting injuries. And then all the way up to level five, which is like twice human you could, punching power or you something could like die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this scale never comes up again, but he fights it and it's like, it's level two and the thing almost kicks his ass. And then he just, I thought the dude was French, but he's, you said he's Lebanese, yeah, uh, so. but you know, so I'm just saying he's kind of got, a, a, a unusual European accent, and then he's just like, 
goddamn, like that's level two. It's not supposed to be this bad. Ah, and it's just like you know, rage yeah. for a few moments, and then he goes and meets Walking Dead lady, and I think, and I just it's, 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 you know, she works there. She's another instructor type. Yeah, Lori Holden works there. Uh, she wears half shirts and mm-hmm. is glammed up all the time for some reason. It, never any clue as to what her job is there, but she has like an office where she does stuff. And her existence is just to be like, hey, I work for this company. Oh, no, this company is doing bad things. Now I work with the cops. That's it. Like that. But she is borderline having a relationship with this guy because they make out several times after doing things where it's like she doesn't go, hey, stop it. It's like right. we are partnered now. That's the way it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they I, I don't know. Maybe you would call what they were doing flirting. But, yeah, it's never really fully established. It's hard like- to tell because I, I mean no disrespect against our co-lead here, but he is hard to understand mm-hmm. at times. And emoting is not his strong suit. Like when it comes time to sell a line, it is just deadpanned like i will say this now and it's like okay that could have used a some oomph you know to really convey like if i can't quite make out what you're saying maybe i can pick up on the tone that didn't help either so yeah it's it's unfortunate the guy has some decent fighting skills Mm -hmm. he does like 27 other jobs behind the scenes of this movie um, he, he's a bargain because you can get him an old right, dude because he'll come in and do post production right. and second unit editing <laughs> sure. and <laughs> yeah. um, he just wants to work. Just hey, yeah, I'm- yeah. He's not. I mean, I've seen other. Like, I, I think at some point I kind of asked. I was like, because this is my first exposure, and I think even on, I mean, on the Blu-ray, he's listed before Billy Blinks, I depending mean, on the cover. Like yeah. the, um, yeah, the original cover, he's not topped build. On, okay. the, on the re-release cover he is, which makes me think this is his production company and they sold mm. their library to Vin- Vinegar Syndrome. And he was like, you. hey, put my name first. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just, I, I was asking because I was like, who is this guy? Was he, you know, like, was he a star in Europe or something? And then they're like, this is the next guy. Like, no. you know, he was whatever. Just, he was a guy who was around who sure. had some skills and they were like, we can put you in. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned Spider was the name of one of the uh, henchmen, but that's actually Billy Blanks's brother. Yes. And I only mentioned that because, you know, they, they give him some like Frosted Tips hair because I think otherwise you'd be like, hey, that's Billy Blanks because they. He looks very much like Billy Blanks, yeah. surprisingly, because yeah. I mean, not surprisingly, because they are related. But no, I mean, it is a little surprising that they would both be the same, like not just. I mean, just because people are really, they very rarely are the same height and build and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's like their face and everything is like, and I mean. There are very rare occasions yeah. where it's like, oh my God, yeah. I, I, you are absolutely that dude's brother. Yeah. And there are some occasions where it's like, I, there might be some secrets in your family that you're not <laughs> sharing, but, but this is very much like, oh yeah, okay. Right. You guys. Yeah. I'm just saying like, he could be Billy Blinks's stunt double yeah. stand in whatever, but also like. I, I was asking, I was like, how come this dude didn't, like, we've had so many Frank Stallones and uh, all these, like, oh, I'm this person's brother. I kind of mm-hmm. vaguely look like them, put me in too many goddamn movies. And it's like, well, the Estevez DNA is strong. Like, all four of them are like, yeah, yeah y'all got Baldwin DNA. Right. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got that same DNA tree. Well, no, I was <laughs> saying, like, this guy not only can, like, he can sell delivering and taking punches. And I was like, how come he doesn't have a hell of a career? Because, you know, like. Not that, like it's like super expensive to get Billy Blanks in your action movie, but it's like if you want possibly even cheaper Billy Blanks, you know, here's his brother and he's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, anyway, but you know, there's only like seven movies. Anyway. I don't want to pay for Billy Blanks. Whatever. Get you, you, Michael Blanks in here. You know, I'm, just, I'm not putting I it down. It's just the, the name cachet I know. thing, you know. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm all about the name cachet. Yeah. But, but the, the main plot of this movie is that there's a there's a weaselly dude named Goldberg who has either seen some shit or whatever. He's under protection from the government, and dude comes to this organization is like, all right, time to kill Goldberg. And they're like, okay, pay us. And he's like, here's some money. And he's like, nope, lots more money. And he's like, uh, all right. So they are prepping to go kill this guy, which seems like the prep work takes a very long time. Meanwhile, Billy Blanks is just going to school here, getting into fights in the cafeteria. <laughs> oh, you know how how you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also, like, I will say this about, uh, what is his name? Justin. Is it Justin? Justin, Justin uh, Beignet? Yeah. It wasn't Beignet, but it was something like Beignet. Anyway. Yeah. Veneer. Veneer. Sure. Uh, like, the thing about his character is, like, other than fighting... He seems bad at everything, and I really appreciate that about a main character. Is like, 
first off, they send him in, and he's like a technophobe. I mean, he he hates. Oh, he's a technophobe the entire. He, that's what I mean. It's just he's like, not afraid of it. He just fucking hates it. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, martial arts in the real world, motherfuckers. Let's go. Right. That's what I mean. It's just like he does. He never. Like, until he's actually, like, raises his fist and starts fighting, he seems ill-equipped to at everything he does. Yeah. Like, there are times when, like, an explosion or gunfire will happen, and he actually gets, like, a, oh, God, kind of expression on his face a couple times, and it's like, and then he's just walking around like, God damn, these stupid computers, why oh, don't, yeah. and it's just like, why did you send, I mean, I, okay, maybe he's the best kick-punch guy you have, but he seems ill-equipped at everything else for this, but I don't know, I just... I am always amused at movies when it's like the the main character is sort of uh, Jack Burtoning, you know, like they're not mm-hmm. really good at anything; they're just lucky. But I mean, he's good at like, he's, kicking he's, and punching. He's it's good just, at kicking and punching, yes. and he's supremely confident whenever that situation is about to happen. Sure, sure. Like when he fights this guy in the cafeteria, this big, giant bearded man yeah. who is just being a bully for no reason. He's just like, "Ah, eh, fuck you, new kid." You know, Billy Blanks is just like. All right, let me know when we start. After he's like beat his ass for like two straight minutes and thrown him into the salad bowl, he's like, "Well, let me know when we're going to start fighting, guy." Yeah, he did have to toss the salad on day one. <laughs> he so did. yeah, yes, yeah. So, man, security at this place is real bad because he and Eric meet up right away at mm-hmm. like the picnic tables outside. They're like, "Hey, bro, cops, let's yeah. discuss the case." I can't believe they killed Charlie. Right? He's like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, <laughs> well, the guy's name has changed every single time. That's great. Know. Um. So immediately they're like, hey, meet in the boss's office after work and steal his password. <laughs> like, yeah, cool, bro. <laughs> so, Which just basically means like the guy who actually knows something about computers uh, <laughs> is like tapping away. Uh, they get they get caught by Lori Holden on their way into the super secret thing. And she's just like, okay, hey, like, what's going on here? Again, Billy Blanks is wearing like fighting gear, mm-hmm. super stealthy fighting gear. Eric is wearing a fucking sports coat to, to do and a, like a turtleneck to sneak around and do shit. I'm like fuck are you wearing like why are you wearing a business suit to do this i don't know but why is he wearing weird mad max gladiator gear for half the movie i don't know it's just you know well yeah the first time they have uh aside like billy blanks goes to his locker to put on his fighting gear and they've given him like this rubber placemat vest thing to put on like the second he put it on it was like cool and i was like no it's not (laughs) what have they given you um so yeah, they're they're trying to hack the computer, and yeah, they get they get caught by Larry Holden trying yeah. to go in. Like they he during the mild uh, Donnie Brook, <laughs> like uh, in in the cafeteria. Oh yeah, he stole a key. Yeah, card. he stole a key card, and then they they go sneak into the restricted area. But she's like watching them try to get into these things, which he can't even work the like the key slide no. thing. He's just like he's bad at that because you have to remember, like we didn't used to just have RFID style ones. Yeah, you it was you used to have, like, strip, 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 you have like, to yeah. right speed to <laughs> yeah. get it through. But anyway, so he's just like, God damn these things. And then she's like, hey, what's going on here? And he's like, hold on. Just let me explain. We're going to shut up. We're going to look up some shit and prove that your boss and my boss is evil and you're working for a bad guy. But Billy Blanks is just like, I'm going to go look for the password. Okay, so like Eric sits down to do the hacking Uh and he hacks some stuff. And then he's like, I have to create a new password. It's like, okay, do it. But he's like, the password is password. Yeah. So like Billy Blanks is like, I'm going to go to the boss's office. And he goes to the boss's office and just fucking stands there and looks around, like literally does fucking nothing. Mm -hmm. It it just gets him out of the room. So while Eric is there hacking away at the computer, Lori Holden (laughs) pops up and hits this giant red button (laughs) that's on the wall and then pops back down like, nothing happened Mm -hmm. and he doesn't notice until the alarm goes off and then he's like he didn't it's a silent alarm because like he doesn't notice until she's just like ooh, because like finally he's like here it is all the things that prove that he's a murderer it's like oh the the assassination and i'm I'm gonna copy it to this disc and she's like uh i kind of i kind of hit the silent alarm over there like what the shit because then he's just like clackety clack oh god damn it you did like there's an alarm it says so on the computer here right yeah (laughs) yeah also by the way the best password you could create is incorrect that way, everything will remind you when you password type it wrong. Yeah, the password is incorrect. So, yeah. oh, that's it. Okay. Pro tip. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So now they have to fight their way out of the building, yeah. and and bring Laurie Holden along with them. Who has she? She is completely face turned. She was like, "I'm gonna sell you out." Oh yeah, and she has that moment. Like pretty much the moment she's like, "I sort of hit the outside alarm." She's like, "I I fucked up. Yeah, and I should have been on your side." I can't believe. But yeah, he's just like, "I told you to wait five minutes." I I'm not gonna do his whatever accent. But please, please don't. That was yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just go French. I said, "I I told you to wait uh, one minute." Please, come on. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah. Um. They fight some dudes. 
Are we? The, the the guards in this building are armed with sticks, mm-hmm. which is dumb. <laughs> uh, Billy Blanks has, and they, they they have shoulder pads. And as we, <laughs> they just they just work on the staff, man. <laughs> well, their uniform for being security guards is just shoulder pads, and at not at no point does the shoulder pad prevent any injury. No, we have <laughs> we have been listening to people talk about. We have not seen. Though someone has said it about 20 times that there is a character named Goldberg. I don't think at this point we've met Goldberg. Maybe. I think we saw him one time. The, the cops are hanging out. Yeah, with it's him just like, safe that's house. Goldberg? Yeah, yeah, this guy is just... I mean, he looks like the, the guy from Seinfeld. I don't remember that dude, but yeah. like the, the neighbor. Or no, he was... It was on Friends. He was the neighbor on Friends. That I'm, The guy I'm thinking about. The guy that like lived downstairs. He was probably from, on Seinfeld. Oh, he was probably on Seinfeld, too. Yeah. But the guy I'm thinking about was on Friends. The one was always walk up and be like, you're making so much noise. And yeah. they weren't doing anything. Anyway. But Eric has used the computer to lock all the doors. And so the guards are completely flummoxed by this. They're like, what the shit? The doors are locked. Meanwhile, Billy Blanks is just like, fuck these doors. And it's just jump kicking his way through the doors. Um, just shackling these doors open. Um, and then there's one point, there's like this little alcove between two stairwells where there's a, a an in and an outdoor. And he just kind of, it's like this little farcical scene of him going through the doors as the the guards are kind of chasing him through this little half circle of of exits and entries mm-hmm. and he, he will just stop and then he will punch a man to death well yeah he just kind of he'll like go through one door and then invite them like please come through i will continue kicking your ass <laughs> right. it's then, like yeah i'm over here now yeah. he's like what are you gonna do about it yeah. and the guy comes through a door and he gets kicked to death now the thing i don't know why this is a thing that permeates through every billy blanks movie but I, I'm here for it now every single time that it happens is that any Billy Blanks movie you watch at this point, a million people are getting kicked in the head. It's just going to happen a million times in the movie. Yep. And it's it's so fucking delightful because especially when they get out to this open area and it's just dudes running from every direction at Billy Blanks. He's just whipping around and kicking him in the face and then they're gone forever <laughs> because their face has been murdered. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. There's pretty much two people, Billy Blanks and Dean Martin, that you can uh, expect a good kick in the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so she goes back to her office and does some hacking, uh, yeah, further I, hacking. I don't I don't know. I mean, they have the footage and then... She gets some information. She, she hacks some additional information. I feel like this is when they're just like, all right, we now we got to go get Goldberg. I mean, they do, yeah, but... I don't remember why or how, but... Because the bad guys are also go accost some judge or something about where's Goldberg, and then they beat this man with a gavel. Like, they beat his fingers to death <laughs> oh, with a right. gavel. Oh, right. They do yeah. this, this weird, dumb ruse where they wheel in a guy in a yeah. wheelchair, and it no one sees them. Like, the entire journey through this building, no one sees them. The ruse is so stupid. No, and I, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Spider or the other guy, because he's wearing the, the overcoat and the evil man hat the whole time. But oh, I mean, it's, it's the main henchman, Damien. Okay. Well, no, no, I mean, there's two of them that walk yeah, in. Yeah, no, well, but like, Damien's one, the one in the wheelchair. But the other guy's got the evil man coat on, too. I'm just saying that... Oh, he's look, wearing the invisible man outfit, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, I was gonna say he looks like the 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 death character from the right stuff, you know, that just sort of shows up in the background of like things. Yes. He's like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> blowing up. Yeah, um, yeah so th- that's just weird, dumb ruse to get Goldberg's location. And there's a point where like the assassination team has gone to the safe house where Goldberg is, and they just hang out there for the second half of the movie before uh, uh, Warbeck gives the, <laughs> the the go command. Yeah, Warbeck being the the main yeah. bad dude. Wolf Lawson. Wolf Lawson. Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Wolf Lawson. <laughs> His name is Warbeck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so th- they eventually get out of there, and they they jump into Billy Blanks' pink truck <laughs> and uh, drive away. And I believe they get to the location uninterrupted. It's not until... Because, I mean, they they keep cutting back and showing you the cops being bored with Goldberg and B- Goldberg just kind of freaking out like, hey, man. Goldberg is escalating to an ensign level of panic, uh, which I believe he hits once the I siege mean, starts. I mean, rightly so, though, because, I mean, they've given him the dumbest cops. I'm just saying, well... Oh, they're bad. Yeah. They're awful... Like none of them want to be there, and they're not taking it seriously. Well, that just—I mean, all of these cops look like like the the guys who were like one fuck up away from getting whacked in a Codfather movie. Yeah. You know, just like that. Like oh, I kind of gave up on life yeah. twenty years ago, and you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, all, like this all one like, guy takes off his watch to go to the bathroom, and that is totally normal, Chuck. You shouldn't shit with your watch on. 
Well, by that logic, you shouldn't shit with anything on. <laughs> but I mean, specifically, your watch is like, I mean, it, I, I guess ima- it depends on what hand is your wiping hand versus your watch yeah, hand, I suppose. Just, but I mean, like. Just saying, if that's the case, don't ever put your watch on your wiping hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, hey, look, culturally speaking, there is only one wiping hand that I believe in worldwide is the right answer. So I just, it's the left. I mean, you're supposed to wipe your left. It's better, it's better culturally around the world if you learn to do that. Just saying. Well, pro tip, everybody. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. And, and like, don't ever eat with your left hand in most countries. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, it's considered rude. Because but... you wipe with that hand? Yes. <laughs> Especially like places like India. It's extremely rude to use your, eat with your left hand. But... Sure, that makes sense. Anyway, just so you know, there are things out there and the world is a big place, but it's also tiny. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> But also take your watch off when you should. Just sure. Good point. Uh, yeah. So they. Uh, yeah. The guy shits and the other guy watches Kung Fu movies and stuff. And then I feel like like as the the go code is about to go for like they're like, OK, the, the guy cyber... who ordered the yeah. hit has shown back up and he's like, I'm, I want to yeah. watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch and I need to see Goldberg die. And well, they've done a cyber scout mission where mm-hmm. the, the cyber camera flies in from, I don't know, the fucking moon because it takes forever to get to this sector of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it gets to this cabin and circles around it and grids all the windows. And the plan is basically like, all right nuke this cabin from orbit. Basically, they're just launch a bunch of grenades in there and blow this thing up. And the guy who's paying for it is like, no, I want to see Goldberg die. And the guy's like, no, you don't. Shut up. Let us do our job. And he's like, look, if you want this briefcase full of cash, you're going to let me see Goldberg die. And he's like, all right, guys, change the plans. Kill yeah. Goldberg. But just because, I mean, these cyber guys have, like, apparently wasted all their money on the pretties and nothing on the actual tech. They're like, they don't even know it's a fucking shift change is about to happen. Because, like, these guys are just, like, half standing around going, God damn it, when's our replacement guy is going to get here? Right. So, like, one guy goes outside to have a smoke or whatever. And he just, just goes, stand. Yeah, just goes, like, I'm going to go look for the car because he just got... Somebody changed his watch that he took off while he was shitting and <laughs> fucked him with a bet. But, yeah. But they immediately reveal the joke to him. I, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, anyway, anyway, this guy goes outside by himself just to get killed, you know, off screen, more or less, so that the other guy can be like, okay, I'm going to find him so that they can almost kill him as the replacements show up. Mm-hmm. All just to be like, the bad guys are like, oh, oh no, like, more cops. Uh, <laughs> shit. F- fuck. Shit. Um, I don't know, kill them all. Three more cops have shown up, and they just go into like, man, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, I don't know, shoot the building a, a fuckload of times. And then somewhere along the way is like, this is also where like Billy Blanks and company are showing up too. Yeah. It's just like in the middle of this firefight. Yeah. They, they may just roll in like, oh no, Goldberg must still be in there because they're still shooting. Right. Somebody go get him. Somebody go over here. And you know, just chaos. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. But long story short, lots of shooting, lots of quick kicking I mean, I don't remember if it was like anything like, oh my god, we got to talk about this one thing. Other than like, I want to say this is—is is this the building they blew up? But it's like one stuntman wasn't even all the way out of the window. Okay, yeah, yeah. but so before that, they've killed Alexander, who has the Pataguana. Oh, right, yeah. So that henchman is dead, mm-hmm. and they well, have... well, not only that, they they like the main bad guy killed him because Wolfgar or whatever his name is, uh, Wolf Finhard, whatever his name is, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Wolfie, Wolfie's Wolf Larson, Wolf Larson who is, plays Warbeck. Sure, Wolf Warbeck is like Alexander uh, fucked up. Yeah, he was basically like he's he did not meet my expectations. Kill him. Yeah, you and, know. And Damien's like, we spent a lot of money training this guy. It's a waste. And he's like, do it. Why so, is it? There, there's the guy. Um, yeah, horror movie. Is it Tom? Somebody. He looks a lot like the. Is it Tom? What's his face? The horror. Kane Hodder. No, it's Tom. Somebody. Savini. Savini. This guy, I'm just saying, this this kind of guy has that kind of vibe. I'm just saying, like, he does anyway. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's like, all right, I'll kill him. So he does. Yeah, and it's like, okay, no big deal. You killed that henchman. Well, he ba- said something shit like, oh, sure, I'll do it. I haven't had iguana since Ecuador Beirut. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he, somewhere he, there'd be. A, he does say not a lot of iguanas in Beirut. He says a dumb line. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he kills this guy. Now, in any movie, who cares? That henchman is dead. Sure. Towards the end of the scene, they cut back to Alexander's dead body, and the iguana is has crawled up his chest and is sort of flicking its tongue at his yeah, face, like making like little kissy, like, like, like hey, hey, wake up, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, 
Yeah. <laughs> it serves no fucking purpose. Oh, no. I don't want to feel sympathy for this guy. Now I do. <laughs> I mean, for a second, you're like, oh, God damn it, this poor iguana. But then it's like, well, yeah, but he's also... He's free. He's free. <laughs> he's, he's kind of in a... Live your life, bro. <laughs> he's kind of in a good place to be, really. Other than a lack of other iguanas around to sure. have iguana sex with. Probably, yeah, that, that'll be a problem. Yeah, that, that, in, that, Ontario. That, that iguana's going to want to do some sex. <laughs> Yeah, that's and, why I was like, hey, bro, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> take me back oh, to... Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yes. He wanted to... Yeah, all right. Yeah, take me back to the, the cyber iguana cage. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so there's that scene, which... Fuck you, movie. Why did yeah, you do that? It's a, it's a weird... Probably shouldn't be there scene, but yeah. It, it's just one of this movie's strange charms, mm-hmm. of which there are many. Uh, but so, they, they get away with Goldberg for a second, and then... They've, they've kidnapped the... They've got Goldberg, right. but the bad guys have kidnapped Laurie Holden. So the the main two bad guys have Laurie Holden, the good guys have Goldberg, and there's a car chase. And at one point, there's a car in their way, and they bump this car out of the road, and then there's some shenanigans, and uh, Laurie Holden, who they thought was knocked out, <laughs> is just like, surprise, motherfuckers, <laughs> and tries to choke the driver. And the other guy's like, what the shit? <laughs> yeah, another another weird... I mean, I can't see that... I would hope this isn't a situation you ever have to take into account, but... uh if you ever have to handcuff somebody and put them in your back seat, um, a either have a cage, you know, sure. a protective cage. One, be or a cop, be a cop, and have the cage <laughs> that separates the two. Or be, I mean, you don't have to be a cop; you could just be a delivery guy. They have them usually. Um, taxi driver, yeah, taxi driver sometimes. But uh, or you know, put them behind their back because I mean, otherwise you're just you're you're creating a perfect uh, murder, yeah, um, garrote <laughs> thing. Yeah, they will kill you <laughs> as Lori yeah. Holden tries to do. Right, so. But they punch her again, and she's out again. Yeah. So. Um. So they crash. They make them crash with like a rocket launcher. They get oh, out. Wait. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot the one of the best things in this movie. Okay. The thing that makes that cabin explode. Mm-hmm. The oh, two, right, right, the two right. things about it. So the the initial thing that makes it explode, and then the stunt that we mm-hmm. we're going to talk about, but gloss over. Um. So the the one dude spider. Or, um. Yeah, it is spider. Yeah. Uh. He, He's sneaking around the cabin, and he gets to a grill, and he's like, propane tank. Well, this mm-hmm. makes sense. I'll toss that in here. But I think he, I got a good idea right now. But he looks over at Damien, who's looking at him. He points down to this propane tank, just grinning like an idiot, and then gives a thumbs up, like, check this shit out. <laughs> and then he tosses it in there, and they hey, blow Bobby, it Hey, Bobby, I think I got, a, I got a good idea for this here cabin. Yeah. It's just such a good shot of just like... Oh, man, I'm so cool. Look what I'm going to (laughs) do. So he does that. The cabin blows up. Now, everyone's been jumping out of windows to get out of here. The last one to get out is Eric. And as he starts to jump out, the the stunt happens where the building explodes. And this stunt man is caught, like, right in the fireball. Mm -hmm. Like, midway (laughs) through the window. Yes. Like, they... The timing was off maybe two seconds where he should have gotten slightly more distance before this thing went off because he disappears in the flames. And you're like, oh, my God, (laughs) you do see a man fall out eventually. But Mm -hmm. I hope that man survived. (laughs) Uh, Uh, The world may never know. Yes, that's true. Um, So anyway, there's some good shenanigans during that part. Uh, So it, it gets to a point where then Spider has a has a grenade launcher and he's just launching grenades at the them in the car behind them and eventually the car kind of goes off and hits a rock and then flips over and they're like dude we got to get out of here and they adr a line <laughs> in where it's like goldberg got out on the other side run right <laughs> and then they grenade launch this car car explodes basically because they forgot to put that guy in the stunt shot yes yeah they run away from the explosion and then look back at it like idiots like no you, you broke the rule. Well, I mean, unless they were concerned about Goldberg. Sure. I mean, then maybe. Goldberg goes into a fucking cornfield, and he's like, I'm out. Yeah. He's like, we never see him for the rest of the no, movie. No, we he, don't. He's yeah. gone. And they're just like, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna get rescued by the next car I find. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you guys. Absolutely want nothing to do with this shit. Fuck you guys. I am out. Mm-hmm. And disappears into the cornfield. Yep. And they're like, all right, let's go flag down a car. And then like a Porsche rolls up, and they're like, Excuse us, police, ma'am. Give us your car. And she's like, what the hell? That's my husband's car. And they slowly do a U-turn to get away. And she goes over to the door like, hey, get out of the car. It's all right, ma'am. You can just call 911. <laughs> uh, and it's like, okay, they've got a sweet Porsche. They're going to do some sweet stunts. No, they just drive it right back to the facility. Pretty much, yeah. 
They okay, so they have taken Lori Holden back to the facility, and this is Warbeck is giving like this. The, he's speechifying at her, and just gives her this. She's like, "Oh, it's it's it's." The, I betrayed it, you because you're evil. Like I don't want to be here. This is the moral justification speech, basically, because she's just like, "How could you? You you kill people for money?" And he's, just I like, thought we were just training women to defend themselves. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, "The government kills people, ergo, why can't I? <laughs> you." The government works for the people, and you're one of the people, so hey, fuck you. You're just as guilty, so many, many boo-boo. The debate is super simple at the start, because he's like, if the government could kill people, why can't I? And she says, you're not the government. And he's like, yeah, wait a minute. (laughs) It's like the the debate is over, and then he's like, yeah, but the government is made of people, and I'm a people, and therefore I elected the government, and therefore I'm the government too. I want to kill. And she's like... You're insane, but he is speechifying the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. And he has bas- he tells they they like knock her out again, and he tells his main henchman, "Blow this place up. We'll go f- live in a castle somewhere." Well, yeah. Not only that, we're gonna we're gonna blow this place up, and then like the heroes need a damsel, so why don't we sort that out while they just ling- literally ling- says ling- come ling- up- linger linger on her, you know, like oh no. Well, he literally says like come up with your best damsel in distress scenario. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the heroes have something to do when they get here. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's, he's just over there with his fucking dick dastardly like, mm, yeah, okay, I've got he's, it. He's really that guy. I yeah. mean, throughout the whole thing, he's laughing like an idiot. Oh, he uses a whip, which I was like, it's it's weird because like this movie kind of made me out of weird like hindsight of like, why were we okay with Indiana Jones being a whip guy? Like in hindsight, I'm just saying like, well, I don't think we were okay with it. It's just that the trope became only bad people use whips in movies. But the thing about Damien, no, no, I mean history. Like, <laughs> I yes. mean, generally speaking, I understand. Like, I mean, there's not really ever like I, I can't think of because it was like the 1930s, and there just wasn't a lot of easily acceptable weaponry that you could just carry around. He had a, the whip, did things. It was a utility item for mm. an adventurer. I, I know. Here's here's the thing. So Damien has a whip. It's never used as a whip necessarily at any point. Like he will use it gently to kind of wrap it around someone's leg or something. And he will use. It's really more like a snap bracelet that can retrieve people. Yes. It's kind of, it's, it's just sort of like a get over here. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's that kind of device. It's never like, I'm going to fucking crack this whip on you and you're going to fucking feel it. I don't think that ever happens one time. No, because I mean, that's a. That's a hard and dangerous stuff. Yes, to absolutely. Undertake. But yes. still, it's a weird thing to say, okay, your character trait is this whip. You will never use it. Sure. <laughs> it will just be a thing. Yeah. Um, so they roll up in their Porsche at this place and basically just look up and <laughs> Lori Holden's just literally dangling there. She's like, hey, help. And they literally say to her, hang in there. Oh, yeah. That'd be, yeah. They, I don't think they did. I said that. No, no, no. They did. The first okay. words that Eric says to her is hang in there. <laughs> I, I that's did, why I started laughing because I did that jokingly because like, I was just like, that's what you say. I mean, they literally have her up on like a minaret on yeah. this weird castle yeah. college place thing yes. that they're at. It's yeah, it's such a weird building that yeah. they're in that has this thing and she's dangling from it. And he literally says, hang in there. I'm on my way. Yeah. So they it's weird. They have a little strategy meeting where it's like, OK, all the people inside are going to die because of the bombs. Now, I'm not exactly sure how they know there are bombs, but they do. I think maybe she says they're bombs. She does. Yeah, because they pretty much said the entire plan in front of her. Right. And, yeah. So she says there's bombs. Everyone's going to get killed. And they're like, oh, God, what do we do? And Eric's like, I'll go rescue her. You go get the bombs. <laughs> no, no, not even that. Like, she's basically like, you've got to get all the students out, the innocent people and she's, he's like, Eric, you go get her. I'm going to go get Wolfhard or whatever right. his name is. Yeah, but yeah. They, at no point do either of them say, okay, we'll get the people. Right. Out. No, no. That's, that's not part of the They're never like, hey, go, somebody deal with the bombs yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the moment where they should have turned the, the, the lesser henchman against the main bad guy. But that just literally doesn't happen. Uh, so what happens is that, uh, Eric goes up to rescue her and is paired off with Damien and then they fight a lot. Billy Blanks gets captured by Warbeck and because Warbeck is sitting in his office chair in his office and he's like, arrest me, bro. <laughs> and Billy Blanks is like, all right, I will. And then he's like, ah, I'm a cyber. You can't, you can't touch me. I cybered out. I'm gone. Now I'm back. 
I'm in the cyberverse. And then you were like, is he like going to be a cyber guy? Like he was never actually there. I thought maybe he was just an evil program the whole time. But but he was like, come into the cyberverse and fight me. (laughs) Yeah. Fill me with your cyber love. And there was there was a bit earlier uh, when the two of them were in the cyberverse fighting where it was just like, here's a fucking clown. And oh, yeah, yeah. The um, a wolf man. Yeah. The, so, yeah, I don't think we, we kind of glossed over. So, like, yeah, when they originally get captured or whatever, they're yeah. they're strapped to the. Yes. They're stuck in the virtual reality and getting the shit beat out. of right. them. But, but, yeah, I mean, they're just conjuring like level four, level five. And it's like, yeah, there's a clown guy that flips out. And then there's like there's a lady. Well, yeah, there's like a weird quasi dominatrix lady. Uh-huh. I mean, there was like a. I mean, like, when I say, like, Mongolian warrior, I don't just mean, like, from the place, but I mean, like, dressed in that yeah. garb and stuff. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's silly. Yeah, it's yeah, very, silly it's yeah. very silly. Um, so anyway, yeah, he goes into the, he's like, all right, I hate this thing. I'm going to put it on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, uh, he goes into the cyber world to fight him and just eventually just punches him out of the cyber world, basically. Like, they have some fights in Cyberland. In, in various backdrops, like they have like a minor confrontation and then suddenly they're warped to like a Roman Coliseum and they're like, mm-hmm. all right, now fight me here. And this is probably a good time to point out that there is a there's a video game based on this movie that is yeah, out there. There um, is. Um, good luck finding it. And I mean, I don't, you don't really want to, but I mean, there's YouTube videos. Yeah, just people, go on YouTube and watch somebody play it. It's uh, you don't special. Want to. You don't want to. <laughs> but I mean, it's just a little unusual. I guess, as you said, this company was probably like. Well, we made all this bullshit CG footage for literally no reason. I mean, yeah. there's there is so much footage in this movie that is completely useless. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like, why did you render this? Because yeah. there's just scenes where it's like you're watching what would be like the GPS map of where the guys are going on whatever thing, and then it's just it's a very crudely rendered version of the the real neighborhood they're in. But then it will cut to like scanline versions of actual video, and it's like why didn't you just use that the whole time? And yeah. I would have just been like, Ooh, it's cyber world. Yeah. You, you know? rendered way too much. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, why did you make all of this 3d modeling stuff for no Plus, reason at the time that rendering would have taken like a year yeah. <laughs> to do is because they, they fly through cities and it's yeah. just, it's yeah. So they've gotten to a point that they're fighting in the cyber world. Then suddenly they're out of it. And Warbeck is like bringing down this electro grid, to do something to Billy Blanks. He's he's got Billy Blanks in the middle of this room. They're back in the real world. But Warbeck is like, ah, I'm the king of the cyberverse and I'm gonna crush you with this grid. And nothing can stop me because it's the future. And Billy Blanks is like, oh yeah, what about a stick? <laughs> Throws a stick at like a junction box and short circuits this grid, which just firecrackers go off and <laughs> sparks shoot out of it, and it stops attacking Billy Blanks. And then Warbeck's like, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Shit, you bested me with a stick. Um, and then it is time for them to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which uh, for kind of like almost too long. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, look, I I love a good epic fight, but I mean, there there's a way to sell an extended fight sequence that goes on and on. Well, I better think than, I mean, this cuts away. I, I think what they're yeah. trying to do is cut back and forth between yeah. the two fights that are going on. But the fight on the roof also isn't very good either. No best part about this fight though is that so he has kind of given billy blanks a few blows and he's down he turns his back on billy blanks and starts speechifying and he gets to like his punchline of haha and then turns back around and billy blanks just rises up from behind him and jump kicks him in the face at, like <laughs> you never see him sneak over there to do it. Mm-hmm. You just saw him like, I'm out, I'm down, I can't get up. And so he turns around and speechifies, and then Billy Blanks is suddenly there and kicks him in the head, and then is doing these weird jump kicks where he is like clapping his ears with his feet and <laughs> doing all this other shit. Eric's fighting Damien up on the roof, and Damien says something like, I didn't think you were this talented. And Eric just kicks him off the fucking roof. Well, he's like, he goes, I didn't think you think. Yeah. And then kicks him off the roof. <laughs> And, uh, and also, I, I guess the the main thing about sort of the extended, like, They Live style fight that Billy Blanks and uh, TJ Maxx, Wolfhard, whatever his name is, I don't know. Warbeck. Yeah, uh, Daddy Warbucks. Um, and, what, you know, the thing about, like, is he just fought his brother, like, in the scene before. Like, they had the confrontation with him. When and, he was going to yeah. disarm the bombs, right. he has a very long confrontation with Spider. Which is good. I mean, like, yeah. that's a well-filmed and well-choreographed fight scene. And I'm, I'm They not, look like they are beating the shit yeah. out of each other. I mean, that's, that's what... I mean, it was during the scene where I was like, man, like, I... I 
don't get me wrong, this movie has a lot of like really good stunts. There's a lot of good stunt work and a lot of good fighting stuff, but every once in a while it's like, oh, there's the stunt man that fucking sucks because yeah, he missed. That was like <laughs> three feet away from his face and Billy Blanks just had to stand there and go, Oh right. and it's like that sucks. And I'm like, it's just when you're watching a movie like this and it's like, holy shit, this guy right here is selling everything. Yeah. Why the fuck doesn't he have a career when when Schlubby No Neck over here yeah. does? You it's know, it's like, not surprising. Yeah, Billy so. Blanks and his brother have good choreography with one another they right, probably sure. had the time they to... probably did this all through their entire yeah, childhood like, i will fight you <laughs> <laughs> well i mean real or, or just you know let's yes let's choreograph some right. shit but, but yeah they, they basically fight twice on two different levels right. and it's i mean it's yeah, close it's a, quarters and like a boiler room and it's really 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 good stuff yeah and like that's, i said it's just before that, it's more. it's a little bit like it's a little bit of that pacific rim thing of like oh you did a better fight now and it's like this one's fine yeah. but it's a it's dragging on a little too long at least the guy is selling it because i mean it's hard not to like want somebody to beat the shit out of like a tall blonde dude with like, you know, horse hair. I mean, I don't know, just that stupid like you know crown of hair. Just picture an American gladiator, and yeah. it's it's yeah, it's just the Fabio Fox. hair. You know, I'm just yeah. saying like you you, know, you kind of want somebody to beat any man with blonde Fabio hair. I'm yeah. just like it feathers like, we out all, at we one all, point. We all cheered that goose on the roller coaster that yeah. day. You know, so I'm just saying. Yes. So yeah, he defeats Warbeck, but doesn't kill him. Because no, he just carries him out. Yeah. Because at this point, the bombs start going off. And this is one of those where it's just like Billy Blanks is like, "Oh no, a bomb!" I mean, he literally like pantomimes like this. Ha! Huh. Well, they show the entrance blowing up, mm-hmm. like the doors blowing out, and he just looks over as they flash a lamp at him, and he goes, "Huh." Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's good reacting. It's, he just it's the key to acting. He just picks up Warbeck over his shoulder and runs him out of the building. Mm-hmm. With everyone else, they were able to finally. <laughs> Lori Holden got to a fire alarm and spoke into it. <laughs> yeah, it made no sense. It's just, it's a simple, like, pull, pull for fire thing. Pretty, I mean, but it, she speaks into the like, alarm speaker. Yeah, I was going to say, it might have a, a, a thing that makes noise. It has no yeah. microphone on it whatsoever. It's just like, help, there's a fire. Everybody get out. Bombs. And then, for no reason, like, I don't think she even pulls the thing, just walks away. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, meh, meh, you know, that Everyone guy starts running. That guy shows up and. Yeah. So really, you start to think, okay, these people escaping are are now innocent and good guys. As this building starts exploding, dudes are getting tickets to Burning Man left and right. Like, it's just constant, like, that dude's on fire. Oh, that dude next to him is on fire, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy over there is on fire. Now, whatever exterior they were using for this base of operations... uh it was abandoned because holy shit. <laughs> I mean, this really does look like a community college building. I'm it kind of does. Like, it... It looks like, yeah, whatever they were using, it is some, it had a very specific purpose, and whatever it was, probably. Yeah. I mean, this just looks like your generic little, like, small community college, yeah. like, like just enough architectural design to not be completely boring, but, like, also yeah. just boring enough to not be interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But whatever it was. Does that, does that sentence make any sense whatsoever? I, I just feel like I, I describe community colleges. It's like, I mean, they, they sure. do just enough not to be like, I'm not, I know, and but not enough to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <Yeah. laughs> Sometimes I have to just, you know, use a uh, onomatopoeia to describe right. what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. So this place fucking explodes. Like it keeps going too. Like I was impressed by this. I was like, oh, they don't want this building back when you're done with it. <laughs> they gave it back to the community. <laughs> yeah. They were it, like, it, no. was, it became a community collage. <laughs> it went. It went back to the yes. earth. Is where it yeah. went. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> to which you came from. Yeah. Get out of here. They blow this place the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then, so, this is weird. Like, they dragged Warbeck out of there. I don't know why. They're, like, there's no Alexander Grudinov moment where he's like, ah, I'm on fire and I will fight you. There's none of that. The next scene is just Billy Blanks and Eric roll in a Jeep and they drive to the beach and are looking at the sunset. Now, why these the two of them are together? I don't know. But they're just like, Glad we got out of there, and we know what's real. And Eric says something like, do we? And then the world cybers out, and the movie ends, and you're like, what the fuck? It's the truth, man. It's the truth. Sure. It's the blue skies on Mars ending. It's just so unnecessary. You're all sad about that iguana. How do we know that iguana even existed? Oh, the iguana was probably a program. Yeah, it's all a simulation. <laughs> just a little subroutine. Well, what, we, what, what we just watched was a little simulation inside of the simulation. Man, this podcast is a simulation. Fuck it is, yeah. I, I, I mean, fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it is. <laughs> that feels like a 
like a negative. It's, like, it's the fuck it is. It is. The, it is a negative. But if you say it positively, <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like yeah, fuck it is. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Go back to sleep, sheeple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's made up. Stay woke. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's uh. Let's talk about it. I mean, let's read this. Sure. No, let's talk about it. <laughs> so there's this movie. <laughs> this is movie called No Retreat, No nope. Mercy, Surrender. Nope. It's not that. Uh, Wolf Larson does say that line at one point. He says mm-hmm. it to Billy Blanks off camera. They, AD, they ADR'd it into the film. It's like, hey, you're going to plan to expect no mercy. It's like, all right. <laughs> you snuck it in there. Good job. So here's the thing about this movie. There's not one single thing I can point to in this and go, wow, that's amazing. But. There are a hundred little moments that all add up to this thing start to finish is pretty goddamn good. It's stupid and ridiculous, but the people making it are trying. Like they didn't say they didn't have like a half idea and then they were like, and the rest will will write itself. Just drive around a lot and say quips to each other. No. There's every scene has a little something in it where you're like, Yes, good. Thank you for doing that. Not to mention people getting kicked in the face nine million times, which is simply delightful. So, adding it all up, it's a very easy Five Jocks movie for me. I fucking love this thing. It is so goddamn goofy. The fact that its selling point is this cyber kickboxing program thing that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it's just a it's just a hurdle. That's all it is. It's just a thing that bad guys can put you in that you can kick your way out of. Because <laughs> there's a point where... At the beginning, when Eric is in the simulation where it starts to fuck up, and there are two people in a holodeck somewhere, mm-hmm. which are the two people he's fighting, he somehow teleports into that room to, to beat their physical asses to make them stop fucking up. It's, <laughs> it's nonsense. Is that what it is? I thought, yes. it, I thought it was... He transports over to wherever this room is. They're only in this black with you know yellow gr- holodeck. Mm-hmm style room well here's how what i thought happened is i thought he was directing it if you will okay like it seemed like he had the director's helmet on uh-huh. and he was like trying to test the levels of severity on the right. thing while another guy was fighting and the bug oh, that's happened. right yeah because and he, then he was like i gotta get in there and save my friend because the program's right. gonna kill him that's i right. gotta kill i gotta save sato or whatever his name was yes he was basically just steering that fight yeah. and but he does just kind of telewarp in there sure. and he's just like hey Knock it off. Well, I think it was more like, you know, like they went booby booby and he was. I know, but it's still just like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. But there's so much stuff like that in this. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've said something along these lines before about other movies, but (laughs) I, I just feel like every once in a while we find these movies where it's like, oh, that's it. Like when you watch something like, uh, God damn it. I always forget. What is the goddamn stupid cop thing that we don't really care for? The 30 minute thing. Anyway, all of these things where it's like, you know, people do these like, we've got to encapsulate the 80s and this is everything that was stupid and everything in these movies. I feel like I've said it before, like Hologram Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. Movies like that, uh, where it's like, it just it feels like everything is like, you know, everything you could do with like the, the 80s milieu is like merged into one thing. But this movie's pretty close to like the authentic mm-hmm. like i mean that 90s like i mean maybe not so much the 80s movie thing but like that 90s cyber thing like this it just makes me want to watch more like i this actually made me want to watch lawnmower man again and like i know i know lawnmower man sucks ass and i I know it sucked ass back then but like this just makes me like nostalgic for the bullshit cyber world that yes. we were promised and stuff and Th- all there this. is there is a there is a time frame Late 92 to 96, 97, where movies, it started big, but because Lawnmower Man wasn't huge, mm-hmm. it sunk down into this level of movie where they kept, they kept trying to do it. Movies were like, technology is coming, and it's terrifying, and you're going to have to kickbox your way out of it. <laughs> so we, I've just, I've avoided throwing them in here because they can be very hit or miss. Like, you can look at one and go, Jesus Christ, this is the worst fucking well, thing. Sure. Um I'm just saying, like, this makes me nostalgic because, like, I mean, between, like, this and Hologram Man, I'm like, oh, please, like, why do we not have so many movies like this where it's just, like, people in, like, really cheap, like, 
you know, almost like you went to like the 80s Halloween store and said, I want a Mad Max costume. Yes. You know, and they gave you the Mad Max bib, you know, <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. here you go. You're Mad Max now. And it's like the, the, just that level of costume. And then like, you know, throw some neon lights and it's like we were making cyber shit. You know, it's just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Anyway, I'm just saying like things like this. I just feel like this is a movie where it's like, fuck, this is like the real thing. And it's like it's authentic. And it's like everyone was that thought they were making something awesome. You know, clearly yes. it's not all the place. Like, I mean, Kung Fury is like has literally everything. It's like, you know, that's what I decided to partner up with the Dracula. It's like, okay, whatever. You know? it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like dumb yes. shit like that. It's just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's probably not a bad example. It's probably not. I'm just saying, like, it's like <laughs> dumb shit is like that. It's like, that's when I got a skateboard and I decided to shred. It's like, yeah. all right. But, like, in this movie, if they had, like, opened up a, a virtual cyber door and then were like, okay, there's Dracula's in here, <laughs> would have been like, yeah, probably there would have been a subroutine for Dracula. I mean, that's the thing is, like, <laughs> but when you have a stupid cyber routine, that's where you could introduce all of the dumb shit you could. I mean, they had a goddamn clown that bounced around and went, whoo You know, I'm just saying, like, you can go fucking nuts when you have cyber characters inside of a training thing and do all your dumb shit. Anyway, this is, of course, a Five Jocks movie. I said all, all of that to say. I said all that to say this. <laughs> say that this is clearly a Five Jocks movie because this is authentic and everything that all those things want to be. Yeah. And it's one of those rare cases, like Hologram Man, where it's like, I, I just wish the world. I wish the world would stop trying to make new shit that's better than that's like as good as old shit. And it's just like, find the old shit, make it readily available, clean it the fuck up and present it to me. That's all you have to do. I don't need your goddamn stupid fucking homage. Like put the abyss on fucking Blu-ray, Blu-ray. <laughs> put True Lies in Blu-ray. I don't need a new fucking Avatar movie. Give me the shit I've liked for years and put it out there. Like, you know, I'm just, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, you know, stop trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel is just fine. You know, yeah, well, and just like go out and find the original wheel and fix it up. Well, that's, that's what we got with this Blu-ray. Yes. That's it's what like, I mean. Hey, you want yes. your cyber fun? That's, I think that's just like why all these, all these things are like out there and it's like, well, fuck you. Like give me a goddamn 4k copy of hologram man before any of this Kung Fury two bullshit. Yes, please. Yeah. I would like that very yeah. much. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I mean, people would genuinely, I think enjoy that more than like these dumb homage things. Like I just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it looks like we're going to be getting more of this stuff, which is good because, okay, good. uh, this was a good one to start with. Holy shit. Yeah. Once again, I apologize to our other two castmates that, they couldn't be here for what turned out to be a Five Shocks movie. It seems to be a pattern. <laughs> it's not intended. It really isn't. But yeah, this thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 something. I mean, I I, I feel like we we possibly didn't do justice to describing the, the cyberverse inside of this movie. Because I don't think you can. Like, no, I, mean, I, I honestly, I, I think the, the joy of this movie is that there are so many just sincere little touches all throughout it. Where, like I, like I was saying, there's not any one thing where you're like, holy shit, that whole sequence is fucking awesome. Like, no, there's not any one sequence where you're like, oh my god. But it's just the constant kicking people in the head and the iguana scene. And just like, now he's in a cyber world and there's a clown in like a sports coat flipping backflips at him. And then he's just looking at it like, what the shit? And then it starts beating the hell out of him. And then suddenly, like, the bad guys, like, put all eight people in there at the same time, and then eight knockoff Mortal Kombat characters beat his ass. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just this constant... And which, by the way, is what the game is, is a knockoff Mortal Kombat yeah, game. Just it is. So... But with a lot of FMV, like, setup, mm-hmm. Like, just scene after scene after scene of just characters talking. Yep. Um, so, really, if you want to dig into these, <laughs> expect no mercy I mean, more. I, I would not have known other than looking, like, at... Yeah the filmographies of these well, people and it was like oh there's a game i mean if you if you search for expect no mercy on imdb it comes up with two entries oh. for 1995 one is the movie and one is the game and you're like what yeah <laughs> that was the first i heard of it It was like what the shit so apparently a pc cd-rom game was it like it was on consoles and oh no you couldn't play it on there. no i'm just saying like i mean don't feel bad for not having heard of it oh yeah no no there's, this, a, there's this, a shitload of like shovelware things that you never heard of totally obscure pc, PC game yeah. probably didn't get released outside of california to right. be honest <laughs> probably never made it any further than that so yeah, it's probably some demo disc this company made like yeah <laughs> we, right. we made this movie and also this game you can play and then they were like y- y- now we're out of business <laughs> <laughs> I just, you think about the 80s and the 90s. I do think about the 80s and the 90s And it's, you know, you just, you get to these credit sequences where they're like, special effects by Dream Quest United or something, and you're just like, that sounds awesome. What did they do? 
this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they made they made that. Um, yeah, so it's just computer farms popping up all over the place in Southern California, and they're like, we can render some shit. <laughs> what if it goes pew pew? <laughs> and there's a clown. <laughs> Fuck yes, you're hired. Yeah. This is Wolf Lars. <laughs> <laughs> He looks forward to working with you. So yeah, there you go. That's Expect No Mercy. Yeah. Still a title that you asked me about what the name of this movie is. Oh, and... I know. Next week I'll say, remember, Expect No Mercy. You'll go, no. No, I do not. I but do then you'll be like, it's the one with the cyber stuff. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that with Billy right. Blanks and that yeah, guy. I'll just say it's it's the one that's not Hologram and Man. The, and the Algerian guy or whatever yeah. he is. Also, make no mistake, Hologram Man is way better than this. Hologram Man is cohesive and oh, sure, yeah. tells a story. This is just... It, it's weird how when they get to the third act, how shoehorned in the buddy cop thing is, how all of a sudden the two of them are being like, quippy with each other it's mm-hmm. like you guys don't know each other stop this they're just like oh you always get to drive and dirt it's like okay i don't need the forced buddy cop thing just kick people in the face please <laughs> i'm here for that so yeah yeah right well uh hey if you want to get in touch with us and uh-huh. maybe make some cyber recommendations <laughs> you can check out our cyber website at www.bmfcast.com the w's are completely optional is this is not 1995 um, all the links for all of our socials and things like that are there, like including our Discord. You can chat with us throughout the day. But the main thing, the thing that will actually get you something and get us something all at the same time is patreon.com slash bmfcast. That's patreon.com slash bmfcast. You can go over there and for as little as a dollar, you can donate and help us keep the show going and get things like BMF, BMFcast Extra. Uh, sometimes we do other shows, very rarely, but sometimes we do other shows. On occasion, there will be other productions, but if you send us a cyber dollar... <laughs> yeah. See, if I had ad copy in front of me, I could do this really well, but I'm... I have I'm, offered I'm, many times I'm, to write copy for I, this. I am riffing, and it's harder to do on the fly. Sure. There's a lot to remember. I would say I can, I can do announcer voice. It's just I'm also like trying to think at the same know, time. It's two things you got to focus that's, on. That's, that's why di- we need BJ. One of those is more difficult than the other. Yeah. We wish you were here, BJ, to do thi- this It's part. the thinking. It's... T- <laughs> I didn't know you could think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all the ways to get in touch with us. Uh, yeah. Sorry, we don't really like to harp on the Patreon plugging things, but we do like to give stuff like. Yeah, just it's just, you know, it's out there. Yeah, you it's you out don't there. have to. You don't have to do that. No. But, you know, we do BMF Cast Extra, which is basically this, but weekly. It's, it's, Chuck it's, and I. This is a special preview of yeah. BMF Extra. <laughs> This is what you're going to expect. Yeah. A lot of, wait, did, how'd that happen? <laughs> I mean, going, being bad with names, except for some people where I just pull a name out and I'm like, why do I know that? So See, it's it, like when there are three or more of us here, someone will know the thing the other person is trying to pull out of our heads. But mm. like when it's just two of us, it's like, oh, yeah, we're sharing a brain at the same moment. I don't know what you're talking about, but I totally know what you're talking about. I mean, I'm more sharing it. Well, no, I'm more taking. I'm, I'm more taking the penny than leaving the penny. With the brain thing, so I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, they say that about you. Yeah. <laughs> that guy over there, he's always more taking a penny at the brain thing. Yeah, that's me. It's, it's my life in a nutshell. Wow. Going, I'm in a nutshell. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out.